Hello and welcome. My name is Dr. Kenitra Bryant, and today's motivational aim targets externally pruning for promotion. Thanks for taking the time to listen to the Aim Towards the Target podcast. I am covering a 38-part series entitled God, Me, and the Dissertation. You are tuned in to part 15. I encourage you to share this series along with the many others I've completed. And if you haven't, feel free to listen to parts 1 through 14 for some tips and insights I had the opportunity to share as I traveled down the road to academic achievement. The motivational aim entitled Externally Pruning for Promotion hits home to several people who've ever aimed to achieve a goal. When one makes up in their mind that they will do what they need to do to work towards the goals in their mind, a pruning process occurs. Whether one intentionally engages in the pruning process or not, a pruning process is going to happen no matter what. So what does it mean to prune? Pruning can be defined as the action of cutting off or cutting back parts for better shape to initiate a more fruitful growth process. Simply stated, when something or someone is going through a growth process, a developmental process, certain things can go where that person is going or that thing is going. For example, if a tree is growing as it springs forth, there might be some weeds around that tree that will need to be snatched up. Even if those weeds try their best to imitate the tree, let's say the weeds start standing like the tree, producing similar leaves that look like the tree, it sticks close to the tree, it wraps itself around the tree. That's a weed, and that weed needs to be cut from around that tree because it can't go and grow to the extent where that tree is going. That tree, let's say it's a cherry tree. That cherry tree is designed to produce fruit for people to consume. When people consume that fruit, there are endless possibilities they can create with the tree and the cherries on the tree. But in order for that tree to reach its optimal level of usage and purpose... The things around that tree need to be cut off to ensure growth and progress. Weeds can't come around it. I mean, they can come, but eventually the weeds will get cut off. And as I said earlier, the weeds can even try to imitate the cherry tree. It might even produce some red spots on some leaves, trying to... Make it look like, you know, look, I got red spots. You know, I'm a cherry tree. No, you're not. Just because red spots are on leaves, it doesn't mean that cherries are growing from the weeds. The weeds could even produce some flowers. And those flowers could appear attractive. And then the weed could go ahead and snuggle up next to the tree. Go right next to the tree trunk. Snuggle up and have red spots and flowers as a distraction. The weed is really thinking it's distracting somebody. But somebody who knows the growth process, somebody who is aware of the pruning process, they'll walk past that cherry tree and be like, oh, we need to cut that weed down. That, cut it down. 
cut it down. Because that tree needs to produce the fruit that God placed on the inside of it to produce. It has to do it. That's where the pruning process takes place. And let's say that the tree, cherry tree and the weed, they're cool for a time. They talk occasionally. The weed seems nice. But the weed is an imitator, a faker, a shaker that needs to be cut off from the tree's life because the weed is only hindering the tree's growth process. It is a distraction, and it's just draining resources from the tree. The tree has something to do. The tree has a calling on its life. The tree is going to impact so many people in ways that the tree can't even comprehend. The weed has to be cut off quickly. When the weed is removed, the tree went through an external pruning process. And it does not stop there. It doesn't stop there. There are some branches connected to that tree that might not be yielding optimal growth either. And as the tree is growing, it looks like those branches would be with that tree till the end of time. But in order for more fruit to produce that is tasty, delicious, and consumable, what is not contributing to the overall research or the overall success of the tree must be cut. It doesn't matter how small the branch is, how big the branch is, how slim the branch is, or how thick the branch is. It might look like, oh man, that that branch looks like it's healthy. It looks like it's strong. But God knows who and what is strong for our journey and what he's producing on the inside of us. If it is not yielding optimal growth for the developmental process God has us on, the external pruning process will take effect. It will. God's word tells us about pruning. And it's true for the natural aspects of life and the spiritual aspects of life. In John, the 15th chapter, in the second verse, Jesus lets us know that every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes that it may bear more fruit. I encourage you to read John the 15th chapter in the 1st through the 11th verse. And I encourage you to listen to my series entitled What's Being Produced, which goes into deeper detail with this pruning principle. But I'm about to read John the 15th chapter in the 1st through the 11th verse. All right. I am the true vine and my father is the gardener. Every branch in me that does not produce fruit, he removes, and he prunes every branch that produces fruit so that it will produce more fruit. You are already clean because of the word I have spoken to you. Remain in me and I in you, just as a branch is unable to produce fruit by itself unless it remains on the vine, neither can you unless you remain in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. 
The one who remains in me and I in him produces much fruit because you can do nothing without me. If anyone does not remain in me, he is thrown aside like a branch and he withers. They gather them, throw them into the fire, and they are burned. If you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask whatever you want and it will be done for you. My Father is glorified by this, that you produce much fruit and prove to be my disciples. As the Father has loved me, I have also loved you. Remain in my love. If you keep my commands, you will remain in my love just as I have kept my Father's commands and remain in his love. I have told you these things so that my joy may be in you and your joy may be complete. So you just heard God's word and if you were reading along, you saw it for yourself. But yes, there are some spiritual gifts God has granted you and granted us. And in order for those gifts to develop, one has to remain connected to Jesus because one cannot develop the right way on their own. And as you work towards any goal or you're developing any research, it's important to ask the question, am I connected to Christ as I develop this goal, as I develop this achievement, as I develop this accomplishment, as I develop this research? Am I connected to Christ as I work towards this goal? Is this a goal where God will get the glory and the praise? Is this a goal that will help someone? Am I blessed to be a blessing? When you work on your goals, are you abiding in God so you can bear much fruit? Or are you doing things apart from God, realizing that you can't do anything? The part of this scripture that I want to really focus on is John, the 15th chapter in the second verse. And it states again, every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes that it may bear more fruit. This is the feature scripture for today's motivational aim. Externally pruning for promotion. As you aim towards your academic, personal, relational, or professional targets, there will be some areas in your life that will need pruning externally. It could be the external pruning of a relationship. It can be the external pruning of an old way of doing things or an old way of thinking. It could be the external pruning of unfruitful traditions. It could be the external pruning of research, something that you thought that you wanted to do and God slaps it out of your hand. It could be the external pruning of branches connected to you that are there to see what you have going on, but they refuse, they absolutely refuse to yield any contribution any resource, they refuse to contribute kindness, acknowledgement. They just refuse it. 
and they are connected to you just to watch you. They are dry. The branches are dry and lifeless. They are dry and lifeless in their thoughts, their actions, their words, and their deeds regarding you. And when pressure is applied to see what they produce in your life, they'll just snap off because nothing was reciprocal. It was all about self as it related to them. When those branches are isolated in your life and you're looking at what are they producing? What are they contributing? What are they doing? Why are they there? Let me go inspect what they produce and what they produced. Let me just see if they're just taking resources or they just sitting around just not producing things and causing a dead atmosphere in this area in my life. When you isolate it, God will let you see, this is not producing anything for me. God has you working on great things. And people might start off with you. Some ideas might start off with you. Some ways might start off with you. Some circumstances might start off with you. But when you keep God first and you remain connected to Christ in due time, the external pruning process will occur. God knows what is on you. God knows what is in you. God knows what is connected to you that is not producing fruit, the kind of fruit that he wants you to produce. And God knows which branches are producing something that is going contrary to the nature of the tree. And God knows how to cut it off. He knows how to cut it off. You might not know it, but God knows. And when the external pruning process takes place, it might hurt that these things or these people or these ideas were cut off. But as you grow and as you develop, you'll notice, man, that was really holding me back. That was not producing anything fruitful in my life when I think about it. It was only taking up space and time. It was stationary. It was causing stagnation in my life. This area I could have been growing, but this branch that was connected to me was slowing down the growth in my life. Have y'all ever gone through something like that? When you isolate branches, and you start seeing, whoa, whoa, gotta cut this off, Lord. Cut it off. Thank you, God, for cutting it off. This happens academically when somebody's working on a dissertation. It happens academically with anybody working towards any goal. It happens professionally when somebody's trying to achieve something on the job. It happens when someone is aiming towards the target of achievement in whatever they've set their heart on accomplishing. How many of you are praying for new things to happen in your life? Lord, do a new thing in my life. Lord, just do a new thing. Lord, increase me. Lord, enlarge my territory. Lord, I want to be fruitful. Lord, I want to do what no one in my family line has ever done before. Lord, I want to be a blessing. 
Lord, I want to end these generational curses. I will not allow the generational curse to keep going in my family. It ends with me. Yeah, all of those prayerful statements, if you didn't know, those are growth prayers. Those are growth prayers. So since you prayed that and you believed God and you're trusting him to do that, you're trusting God to do this new thing where you're increased, you're enlarged, you're taking charge, you're growing, you've identified generational curses, you have information now, you're trusting God, you have a relationship with him now, you're not accepting things now, you're stopping things because it ends with you, because you and your family will serve the Lord. You are already connected to Jesus. You believe in it. And guess what? He starts cutting things off. Left and right, too. You wake up. You were excited about an opportunity last week. It's going to yield all this money. Like, oh, it's going down. I got some money. I can do this with this money. I can do that with that money. Boy, I can't wait till we finalize the deal with this opportunity. Remember the prayer you just prayed. Lord, increase me. Do a new thing. I want to be a blessing. I want to do what you tell me to do, Lord. If it's not from you, I don't want it. Lord, I want to be fruitful. Okay. You have that opportunity. You wake up. Get an email regarding that opportunity. The email says, yeah, we just don't think you're a good fit. Yeah, we're going to go in a different direction. Thanks, though. Sorry to waste your time. And you, what's going on? Like, Lord, oh, calm down. Remember what you prayed? Lord, I want to be fruitful. Oh, that was a branch that was not really producing fruit. It looked like it was producing fruit. But that's not the fruit God wants you to produce. Because whatever that opportunity was or could have been, what if it wasn't aligned with what God wants you to be connected to regarding to what you're going to produce and what people are going to consume through you. Mm-hmm. You praying these prayers, Lord, do a new thing. Do a new thing, Lord. Increase me. Enlarge my territory. And then this is the same day. Let's say it's the same day. Opportunity just is over. Cut off. Let's say you're in a relationship. <laughs> and the person tells you the same day. Yeah, um, I feel like we're going in two different directions. You know, I mean, you got to feel this. Do you feel this? Like, I don't even think this is, this is it. I mean, I'm about to go over here and you over here doing this. And I mean, it's good what you're doing, but I'm trying to elevate. Like I'm on a different playing field, and I just feel like, you know, this ain't working. So, yeah, I mean, you cool, but nah, this ain't it. Cut off. Lord, increase me. It doesn't look like it's producing fruit, but in the grand scheme of things, looking at things long term, 
the things that are being cut off are really helping you. And we're not even talking about a romantic relationship. What if it's a relationship with somebody who you thought would be there to the end, a friend? And they just, yeah, I'm just I'm tired of you talking about this God stuff. I mean, I want to just go do what I need to do and not worry about trying to keep you updated and what you're going to say of how, you know, you have to trust God and I'm going to go live my life. Hey. Don't get upset. Cut off pruning, external pruning process. You're going somewhere. You're going somewhere. You're about to go impact people in a different way. God is giving you fruit for people to consume. It doesn't mean that the people and the opportunities and the ideas are bad. It's just not conducive to where you're going. Shout out to the special guests in the background. Another example, a person could be a head of an organization, a ministry, a team. They could be the head of a family. And things are just topsy-turvy after you pray that prayer. That's why it's important to ask God for wisdom and discernment so when things start happening, you know, okay, is this God pruning or is this set up as a distraction for me to get away from what God is producing in my life. That is why it is important to ask God for wisdom and discernment. God has placed all of these gifts on the inside of you. But in order for those gifts to cultivate, grow, and impact people, where it's fruit for them to consume, there will be some things he's going to cut off. Some things, some people, some opportunities. What you thought you wanted, that's not producing fruit, cut off. Because God wants to produce more fruit on the inside of you so you can indeed be a blessing to other people. Now, when God does this, don't stop working towards your goals. Because remember, God is answering your prayer. He's doing this new thing for you and he's doing it for your good. And what happens is there is danger there's a danger when somebody stops the growth process in their life. One could injure themselves in a major way or create stagnant regression if they get ahead of God and they try to stop him from helping them grow. God is doing this because he loves us. Many people think, man, man when I started following Jesus, it seems that that's when I got the most opposition. I mean, before when I was even following Jesus and doing what Jesus said do, I mean, I was cool with people. We was having a great time. I mean, everything just seemed like it was just so peaceful. No, that was an illusion. It was an illusion. See, when you're connected to Christ and he starts pruning things out of your life, that's growth. That's advancement. You're developing. Things are cut off. Old lifestyles are cut off. Old habits are cut off. Old communication, old language, old speech, old raggedy thoughts are cut off. And as you grow, God will start cutting more things off. It doesn't stop there. This is a continuous process. 
continuous. He might cut off old clicks, old hangouts, old desires because you're growing and you're connected to him. You're abiding in him. Same thing happens when one is connected to Christ and they're committed to a cause or a God-honoring goal. Some people cut themselves off from you. They might feel that you're trying to achieve that goal and you shouldn't be achieving that goal. Who are you aiming towards that target? Who are you shifting your perspective? Who are you talking to those people with God-honoring morals? Who are you engaging in God-honoring conversations? Who are you changing the path of your life? Who are you aiming to please God? I mean, who are you advancing academically and advancing professionally? Who are you aiming to communicate properly with? Who are you? Who do you think you are managing your resources the way God wants you to steward over them? Who are you and who do you think you are putting in work to achieve that goal that God put on your heart to do? Why do you think it's so important to make things right with people who you did wrong? Why are you doing that? How dare you? Who are you? Nobody told you to follow God and you have some nerve walking in the confidence of Christ, thinking that you are a leader and not a follower. You really think and you believe the word of God that you're above and not beneath. You really talk like you're moving upwards, not downwards. I mean, you really think that you are a lender and not a borrower? I mean, who are you? Those people, those types of people, they'll cut themselves off. That's an external pruning process, and that's a blessing, too. That is a blessing. It happens. Some people get so upset with you for the smallest things that you're aiming to keep God first in. (laughs) You could say, you know what? God blessed me with this car. I'm believing for another car. I know I have to save for another car. But this is the car I have. It's not all of that. It's worn down. It's decent. So let me just go ahead and, you know, start keeping my car clean and thank the Lord for what I have because... I need to be faithful in the few things so when he blesses me with many, he'll see that I'm truly appreciative in every stage and phase he guides me through. So you just start cleaning your car. I mean, you cleaning your car consistently. It could be once a month you're doing a deep clean and somebody will get mad at that. <laughs> Keeping your car clean? What you doing that for? Oh, so you you want to thank God for what you have? Ugh. You see how crazy that sounds? People get mad at somebody because they start drinking more water. They keep their hair done. They discipline their children. They set healthy boundaries. They don't let people railroad them. What you setting boundaries for? I mean, anybody who gets upset about that, they're the ones who are most likely crossing boundaries or letting people cross them. Pruning process. If somebody's mad about a car, 
drinking water, your personal life, they're going to be mad about what you're doing for God. They're going to be upset about your promotions, your degrees, your certificates, your stickers, your badges, whatever you're doing. They're going to be upset about that. And who cares? When it's time for the external pruning process to start and God begins cutting things off, don't try to pick up those branches that are not yielding fruit, going to get super glue to put them back, duct tape. Don't try it. Don't do it. Don't try to get those sticks and branches that God cut off in your life where you're picking them up and declaring scriptures over them. Don't do it. Don't get anything that God cut off that's dead in your life. You saw it wasn't producing fruit. You saw it year after year. God exposed it and isolated and said, this is not producing fruit. You're going somewhere. It's cut off. When it's cut off and God shows you that, don't go pick up that stick or those sticks and then start declaring scriptures over them. Sticks, I command you in the name of Jesus to adhere back to me. I command in the name of Jesus that you produce fruit, you grow. I speak life into you. Sticks, do it, sticks. No. God cut it off because he knows it's dead to you and it's dead for you and it's going to produce death in you if you stick with it. Keep hanging with dead things. Play with dead stuff if you want to. Keep playing with it. That fruit on the inside of you, you putting yourself in a dangerous situation playing with dead stuff. Don't do it. Accept it. It's dead. It's over. It needs to be buried. I mean, and I wouldn't even take the time to go bury the sticks. They cut off, they cut off. No fruit is coming from it. Those sticks fail. They're there. Walk by them. Those sticks need to figure out where they need to go and what they need to do. Don't waste time with dead sticks. Even if they try to wrap up with the weed and get next to you. Hey, what's up? Hey, how you doing? You remember me? Hey, no. Bye. Keep growing, glowing, and going. There is no need to pick up dead things hoping that those dead things will one day produce the fruit of recognition in your life. The fruit of support. The fruit of care, the fruit of kindness, the fruit of prayer. The sticks that were sticking to you or connected to you that were dead, they were dry. They were only taking up your resources and purposefully not yielding anything beneficial for you. God cut it off. Remember, you prayed for increase. Sometimes increase comes when something is cut off. Keep abiding in Christ as you work on your academic goals, your dissertation, your professional goals, any goal, your family goals, your thought goals, your goals with a better relationship with Jesus, 
You're reading your Bible goals. You're keeping God first goals. Keep abiding in Christ. And anybody who stays connected to Christ, that is their goal, you already understand that the external pruning process happens all of the time. I am always going through an external pruning process. And I believe everybody listening, you all are too. It's continuous. It's constant. It's daily. Sometimes God prunes things by letting me know he's about to do it. And sometimes he doesn't. He just reveals to me why he did it after it was cut off. The aim is to not get caught up thinking that the more branches a person has, the more fruit they will have. No. Allow God to cultivate. Allow God to tend to you. Not your imagination. We don't want things or people hanging around us that produce nothing in us, nothing for us, and nothing through us. You don't want that around. And praise God that he cuts off branches of fake flattery. Thank you, God, for cutting off the branches of fake flattery, the branches of jealous people around you, envious people, the branches of no support, the branches of just seeing what you will produce so they can already be in position to take or receive some credit that they didn't put any work towards. Thank you, God, for cutting off those branches in my life and in the lives of everybody listening today. It's out here and it's real. You have too much to do to be worried about some dead, dry, lifeless, selfish branches. And the scripture I would like to leave you with is... John, the 15th chapter in the second verse, Jesus is letting us know that every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. This is Jesus speaking. And every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes that it may bear more fruit. I encourage you to ponder on this promise from God as you allow him to externally prune you for promotion. You have too much to do. And God is taking you to higher heights. You don't have time to be weighed down and distracted by branches in your life that cannot bear any fruit for you. They cannot bear any fruit for your vision. They cannot bear any fruit for your research, whatever you're researching. God honoring research, whether it's academically, professionally, relationally, socially, financially, whatever. You don't have time to be around branches that cannot bear any fruit towards your God-honoring goals. All right. Thank you all for tuning in. Visit drkenitrabryant.com to download the God, Me, and the Dissertation 38-Day Devotional on the site. You can order inspirational apparel, and you have the option to connect with me on Instagram at aim towards the target and at college underscore success tips. I do have a few Bible plans on the YouVersion Bible app that you can check out. Enjoy your day. Peace and God bless.